everyone. This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil, and you are listening to WNL. You are listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Dave Brown filling in for old Doug. Yeah. Tonight. Get down, Dave Brown. Welcome to the show. Episode 242 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Also on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Flare.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You got the Twitter, right? You got Twitter? Right? No. Right? Right? No. Do it. No? No. Okay. Well, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> I'm, I'm at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. And you can find ta- Tyler. Todd. Taller. Tyler. I'm taller. At Tyler underscore Where can they find you, Dave Brown? At home with at my home. triplet boys watching wrestling. That's about it. Hey, there you go. That's all you need. So welcome to the show. Got lots to talk about this week. We're going to talk about the season premiere of Raw. We're going to give our Night of Champions predictions. And we're going to have a very special interview with WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. So don't go anywhere. We certainly appreciate everyone for tuning in this week. Tyler, how you doing? I am feeling a lot better. Good. I was sick this past weekend. I had a no fun. Uh, stomach bug. 24 um, hour bug that sucked badly. Yeah. I'm glad to be out of that. I was feeling some. I was feeling weak today because um, I was stupid and last night I ate Chicken Express when I shouldn't have. <laughs> and then <laughs> I ate a donut today this morning. You gotta stop and doing kolache. that. Yeah. And then afterwards I uh, felt nauseous. Oh. My all mind, right. My mind was like, "Hey, go get the donut." Learning all kinds of stuff about how you're feeling. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Really good, because we've got a busy week ahead of us. I don't want to be sick for that. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be going to NXT on Thursday. We're going to be going to a WWE house show on Saturday. We're going to be going to see Jim Ross on Sunday, and we're going to Night of Champions on Sunday. It's a busy week for us, and we're going to have a great time What are we doing Monday? Monday, I'm sitting at home and watching wrestling. That's about as far as it goes. I'm going to work. You're going to work. I'm going to be sitting at home. And it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be sleeping in that day. I so wish I you could. have fun waking up well, early. I'm going to take a few hours off. <laughs> I'm going to be off early on Thursday. I'm not going to be you at too. work on Friday. No, that's not. I'm going to have to work on Saturday, but that's okay. Going to be off on Sunday. Going to be off on Monday. So I'm looking forward Lucky. to this week. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Although it's to make up for time that I've, I, ha- I had overtime, mm-hmm. um, but I was asked not to, you know, put it on my timesheet and say, hey, we'll just give you this time off. Oh, okay. For for future days. And so I was like, this is the day that I want. Make it happen. I said, all right, it's going to happen. Make it happen. Yeah. Captain. It's so really cool stuff. So welcome to the show. Get down, Dave Brown. Thank you for stepping in for Doug. I know, unfortunately, uh, Doug's not going to be here again this week. Um, really crazy madness world that we've got going on. But uh, but thanks for stepping in. I appreciate the invite, man. Yeah. Uh, glad to be here. I love watching the pod or listening to the podcast, man. It's really informative and uh it's fun to li- it's fun to listen to your shower uh, hey. habits there yeah, yeah. I, did, I did some research today listening to your podcast and yeah, yeah. are you a pre-soak guy no no all right no man i don't have time for that i get in <laughs> I, get, I get in get out and i'm With done triplets water bill's gonna be yeah, going yeah, high I don't, and I don't have time for that's that, gonna man. be nuts 
Yeah. So, well, we appreciate you stepping in, um, even while you're re- recovering uh, from your leg surgery. Yeah, man. Oh. Brutal. Yeah. Stuck at home all day. Watching WWE Network all oh. day. It's oh, tough. Man. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> are you getting paid to be at home? Yes. Oh. Yes, I am. So, yeah. I get, oh, I get a, oh I, man. Hey, are you, are you through the whole uh, library of WWE Network yet? Are you have you, how much have you That's watched? That's 3300 uh, hours. <laughs> Let's see, I've watched and growing. A lot of the Attitude Era Rawls. Watched about 2 years almost worth of that. <laughs> and I've watched WCW pay-per-views from the early 90s. Okay. I've also watched, let's see, Clash of Champions I'm almost done with. Wow. And I didn't realize until I got um this old now how horrendous they really were <laughs> they, they were pretty crappy back in there okay happens. well i'm glad i'm glad that you said that because since you have been watching a lot of past pay-per-views a lot of past raws from the attitude era uh we have had this debate several times on the show about how people look back to the attitude era during that time of wrestling through rose tinted glasses everything was amazing there they could new, do no wrong since you've gone back and watched several hour hours of those old pay-per-views and old shows what are your thoughts on it was did it does it live up to the hype as as we perceive it today i mean i mean from being in the wrestling business uh, for a few years i, I see I, I critique things mm-hmm. from differently just, not from just a fan standpoint but it was actually pretty good i really i look at it and go wow i mean there was a few things that were like wrestling wise i was like man those guys suck yeah but, but it, it was you know couple of tag teams like doa which i don't know if you guys remember oh, yeah, those guys motorcycle game yeah they were they, they, they suck i didn't like those guys <laughs> but uh of course they could beat my ass so hey i've heard they're not gonna say it to their face but hell no you can say it, you can say it behind uh microphone. oh i can curse on this right absolutely now. okay sorry i, I you yeah. but oh, uh, yes you can it's no, the radio uh, show okay. but you, know you can <laughs> <laughs> it's the radio show which you can listen to thursdays at 5 p.m central time on sports radio beaumont so good go. plug there good you go That's but yeah i mean i all about Looking back, I mean, it was. I I really didn't see much. I can see why I loved it when I was younger. Yeah. And it, compared to now, it's it's kind of hard to compare it. Yeah. Because it's really two different eras and two different audiences. Yeah, two different audiences. It was geared toward two different audiences. Mm. Audiences. When I was younger, they actually, were trying to be shocking, right. And all that. Now, when I was to... that age, it was geared towards my audience. Now it's geared towards my kids. Yeah. So. Which is good because now you can share those. Uh, Moments with them, and then whenever they they turn eighteen, you can show them Sable and Sable. Hey, here's Sable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't Sable know. then, not Sable now. I don't. Obviously. I don't. She's probably just as hot. I don't know. Uh, eh, probably not. Uh, Never mind. I mean, she's still. You know, you well, see she's it. older than me now. So well, I mean, she's, she's, well, she's with yeah. Brock Lesnar now. So yeah. I mean, there's got to be something there. I don't know. There's no telling. Brock yeah. Lesnar lives in the woods. He doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> You're the only woman I see. So. Yeah. Of course you look great, babe. So, uh, so yeah. But we do appreciate you coming in to, uh, to Thanks, go down the the rundown of Night of Champions and Raw and all the all the good stuff that's uh, that happened over the week. Uh, but we do have some feedback we're going to dive into before we get into all of that. First bit of feedback we have is from Brian saying, I think Raw should get cut to two hours. There is no reason to have it three hours and five minutes. Plus, every week with uh, no other wrestling show on uh, or Monday Night War uh, has been... the, the Monday Night Wars have been over for years. It's all filler with the same amount of matches as SmackDown. So what are your thoughts on uh, Raw? I'm, I guess I'm torn. Um, yeah. There's, I guess not lately, but uh, there's times where I'm like, it is justified, but mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not. Yeah. Um, 
you'll have good things here and there, but it's just a lot of like talking segments. Yeah, the thing is that you know they've got they've got three hours to fill, so obviously they kick it. Every, they kick pretty much every raw off with a twenty minute filler segment. Um, it, it has potential. They could utilize all three hours, but it seems like they don't. It, it, they say to themselves, "Oh, we've got too much. It's too much to do." You know, and plus they're contractually obligated to be three hours until I believe 2018. Oh wow! So we're so yeah. So it's gonna we're gonna be stuck with it for a while. Um, But you know, Triple H said on the Stone Cold podcast, it was like if that if there was one thing I could change, I would make Raw go back to two hours. So maybe once that contract is up, they say, look, we're going back to two hours. We're gonna have you know better everything, better focus. But I really think. With the amount of staff that they have, the writers, the producers, the talent themselves, that they could come up with, okay, here's how we're going to focus each individual hour. Yeah. Like, hour number one, tag matches, Intercontinental Championship. What's the storyline going there? You know, hour number two, what's the what's going on in, in the Divas division? What's going on here? You know, and, and then you can have additional feuds, like we've got, you know, Dolph Ziggler and Rusev and, and other you know, non-title feuds that could fill in the second hour. And, you know, it's, it's, you, you build like the first hour could even be, you know, new talent. Like they've been promoting NXT guys every once in a while. Hey, here's some upcoming talent. You can catch it on NXT on the WWE network. That's what I was saying. I mean, the first hour dedicated to NXT guys. Yeah. Or showcasing their talent. Yeah. But I also think the third hour is good. And I think it's being utilized because right now, how, how long are the matches going for the Divas? Yeah. Before, they weren't going that long. They Three were having, minutes, what, five and, minutes? Mm-hmm. Now, five minutes now, if look it's a title match, maybe. Now look what they're doing. I mean, yeah. now they're some of the hottest matches there. Some. Some, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're hit and miss, but, yeah. I mean, they're definitely better <laughs> they're than they were. They're giving them a chance. They're, yeah, exactly. Oh, plugging that there. Yeah. Give Divas a chance, Daniel. That's, right. That's all they're saying. <laughs> Give them Don't a chance. Don't be a bully. Yeah. Be a star. Be a star. <laughs> yeah. So... Whether we like it or not, the the three hours is here for a while. Um, I would I would like to see. I don't mind three hours. I know for the the fans overseas where they're having to stay up till two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning in order to watch Raw live, uh, and for the oh, yeah. and for the fans yeah. on the East Coast where it's not going off the air until midnight Ooh. or you know eleven o'clock at I don't night. Know how to feel about that? Yeah, I'm going to record it and I'll watch tough. the next day. That's what yeah. DVR is for? Yeah. yeah, it's really tough. But you know, being in the Central Time Zone. Uh, it starts at seven perfect. as opposed to eight, so it work. Yeah, it works out fine for me. It's like I'm winding down from the day, I just ate dinner. Now I get to relax, watch Raw. Then once it's over, I go to bed. So, you know, I don't mind a three-hour program. I watch the pay-per-views, whether they're three hours, whether they're two hours. I'll watch NXT, and that's just one hour. So, or four hours, or four hours. Yeah, whatever, whatever they've got. You know, um, but. As long as it's properly utilized, yeah, that's the biggest problem that they have. It's hit or miss sometimes. Yeah, so. you've got fillers, you've got backstage segments featuring one character eight times, and it's just it's it's too much. And then it's not enough, you know. But we'll have to see how that all plays out. But uh, but thanks for the feedback, Brian. We certainly do appreciate it. And yeah, SmackDown SmackDown sort of become a joke lately. It's you know recaps and then four matches and you're done. Uh, but I think once once uh, 2016 gets here, uh, which is when SmackDown moves to the USA Network, I believe uh, they're gonna refocus it and sort of make it 
you know, hey, you need to tune in and watch this. So we'll have to see how it all plays out. But uh, thank you for the feedback. Next bit of feedback we have is from Chris, who gives us his Night of Champions prediction, saying Eric Rowan joins Roman Reigns and Ambrose only to turn on them and rejoin the Wyatts. I'm enjoying the Wyatts for a change, and they're becoming what they should have been in the first place. Hopefully they win instead of jobbing out uh, Bray like they have been for the past couple of years. A feud with the Wyatts and the Dudleys would be awesome. So thank you very much. What do you guys think about that? Dudleys and Wyatts. I don't know, man. They're building up the Wyatts to be monsters, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't think even the Dudleys, just them two, even with Spike, if he came back, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he could defend. Where is Spike? I, we need him. Now more than ever. I just don't see them as a threat to the Wyatts as, as, as much as they're building those guys up now. I don't, yeah. I don't see it. How about you, Tyler? Um, They may do that eventually, hmm. but not now for sure. Okay. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Sublethal4 saying, Hey guys, haven't watched in a couple of months, but I can help. Uh, I can't help but agree that they're wasting Sting. I was live at Raw after SummerSlam in the Barclays Center, and although I was absolutely ecstatic to see Sting face to face with Rollins, it was a bittersweet moment because I knew the situation would ultimately end in one of two ways from the get go. Sting wins and tarnishes Rollins' heel role somewhat, or Rollins wins and Sting looks weak and is 0 2 in WWE, even though. You know, this was posted before Raw, so uh, Sting now has a victory. Uh, Even though the possibility of Sheamus cashing in is more than possible, I don't know if it's the right booking choice. I don't see. Even if Sting wins, it's tarnishing Seth Rollins's. He's had a. Rollins has had a mediocre heel run. Yeah, or not a heel run, but a title reign because he did the. The chicken heel, where he was hiding behind J and J and Kane. But he's still then, doing that. I mean, well, he's like, he'll have confidence if Triple H builds builds it up for him. But other than that, I mean, yeah, he's a he's an absolutely superb, talented guy. But I don't know. It's just something about the way that they've built him. It's just you you can't take him seriously as a champion. I don't know. He he has the, uh, you know, they're playing the, the confidence thing. Yeah, I don't know. He's starting to you know, does he doubt himself and all that? So. I, I mean, like it. I, I mean, I could, I could take him serious. I mean, he 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 boasts in front of the crowd, but like backstage mm-hmm. to Triple H, he gets. I don't know. You should be helping me with this stuff. But yeah. I mean, it don't really bother, It doesn't bother me that much, that, right? So. I don't know. I like Rollins right now. He, yeah. He, no matter what he's doing, I think he's playing the chicken shit heel. <laughs> I like he's supposed to be doing. I mean, and I think that's what they're building towards. But every time he gets in the ring, he's delivering. Yeah. And I think, and that's That's why I think everybody's. I mean, they might not like how he's being portrayed Mm -hmm. somewhat, but every time he gets in the ring, he delivers. Yep, and he does it consistently. That's right. Gonna keep doing it, I think. Yep. So, uh, but thank you for the feedback. Next bit of feedback we have is from Subs. Sup? Saying Subs, guys. I uh, hope you're all doing great. So one se- so the one season you guys don't do Total Divas is also the season where, one, Daniel Bryan sings the Bella's theme song. Two, Tyson Kidd gets on all fours and meows like a cat while Natalia is dressed in leather and is whipping him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what am I missing? <laughs> oh. Three, Tamina and Naomi get into a fight outside a bar with a drunk five-foot Asian man. Whoa. Uh, four, Dolph Ziggler repeatedly hits on Nikki Bella and she gives him the you can't see me gesture and number. What a mark. Oh, and no- <laughs> and number five, watching Brian Kendrick try so hard to keep his cool as he tries to teach Eva Marie a <laughs> hip toss. 
Please bring back Total Divas oh, time. Oh, man, I wish. It just, it just clashes. If we yeah. do, we'll be like an episode behind. We're a, yeah, we're a week behind. A week behind. The, 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 the show airs on Wednesday, which is the night of the new episodes. So, I mean, I don't know. Tyler, you, I mean, you're, you're the Total Divas watcher. Um, I mean, you, I can still go for it. Yeah. I mean, but I'll just be in a week. I haven't watched any of the season. To be honest yeah, with you. I have. It's awesome. Me and my <laughs> wife is? are loyal watchers of that show. Daniel is too. He loves it. Him and his uh, uh, fiance, they like to watch it's it. Awesome, Kelsey man. watches it. I do not. I like Sorry, to give him a heck about that. He doesn't like to watch it. <laughs> but no, it, it's just uh, it's uh, uh, cheesy gold. That's what it is. <laughs> and it's just one of those things. Like, when do you watch it? Do you watch it the Wednesday of the? Like of the airing, or do you wait a whole week to try and watch it, and so that it'll be fresh on your mind? Actually, I do it the day of the show of yeah. the podcast because my uh, my parents have on demand, mm-hmm. and it's it's usually on there, so I can catch it. There you go. So, uh, but thank you for the feedback. Maybe you'll see a return for uh, for Total Divas. Maybe that next sounds season. good. All the stuff that he's been talking about, just all the stupid stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> it's really not like the best show, but it's it's entertaining to me. No, yeah. it. I think it, the whole point of that show is to get another group of an audience. It's women. Yeah, it's women. Yeah, that's the whole reason for that show. Mm-hmm. It's not really for you know Daniel or anybody. I mean, do you think you're really their target audience, Daniel, nope. for that show? It's exactly. Ten, yeah, no, I am not. on the E Network. I don't think they got it a is. picture of me in the boardroom going, "How can yeah. we get him to watch?" <laughs> I mean, it's just we w- threw out Daniel Bryan. It's just WWE just being the genius at marketing. <laughs> well, hey, hey, is Vinny still on there? No. Oh, because actually, what's his name? girlfriend's not on there this year. Yeah, I forgot she's not on there. Well, and actually, then- she was on the last episode. She got her ass beat by Paige. Wow. At, at NXT, uh, she asked her to help. Uh, she asked Paige to go to NXT and train with her, and uh, she was being an idiot and not being safe, so she smacked her around a little bit and got in trouble. <laughs> I read online that uh, I guess the newer episodes that they're going to film, and I don't know if it's for the next season or what, but uh, I think Naomi's going to get dropped from the season. She did. Oh, yeah, yeah they girl from it. That girl from Tough, Tough Enough is on there. The one who didn't win. The second, that came in second place. Did you hear yeah. they've signed all four of the finalists? Yeah. What? It, ju- it was just they announced signed, today. Yeah, ZZ got a ZZ. contract. ZZ, oh my gosh. <laughs> Big Candy was probably better than ZZ. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, yeah, so all of the four finalists are now under contract with WWE. I'm surprised the first person who didn't get elim- who got eliminated from the series <laughs> didn't get a contract. I'm sure we'll see that. That Mata guy. I mean, that guy's golden. The Mata, uh, that, the Mata, that Mata <laughs> guy, or everybody was, hi- I don't know, I didn't watch too much, but everyone was hyped on the... Uh, What's his name? Stewart uh, or Patrick? Patrick. Why well, say Stewart? Patrick. Patrick Stewart. Come yeah. with the little, the shorter guy with long hair that was dominating. No, he has short or, hair. Pa- I don't know. Oh, uh, what's his name? Patrick. 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 Everyone was like, "Oh no!" Mick Foley was like, "I'm done watching because Patrick got eliminated." Oh yeah. I don't know. I think they were like, "This guy is gonna be like the next Shelton Benjamin kind of uh, thing." Oh, that. Oh, the that guy, the freaking smart mark guy that every yeah. every yeah. I hate that guy. I was so <laughs> glad he got eliminated. The best part of it, and I didn't get to see the episode, but uh, Doug brought it up. We found it somewhere in, in the, in, in the <laughs> yes. internet. I know where you're going. Because they, they, they took us out when they were talking about Sarah, and then uh, they came out and said Sarah was a ring rat, like, <laughs> on there, because they're cutting that from everything else. Like, those, don't, I don't even think those exist anymore. But, like, it was so funny because Daniel Bryan, after they said she was a ring rat, Daniel Bryan was hiding his face. Uh, Paige was getting up. It's like, yeah, she has a ring rat. And then Miz was like, oh, my gosh. He was like, this is the best thing ever because they were calling her out 
that she was uh, a ring rat. Yeah. That was hilarious. And they're like, "What's a?" What they, they knew. I was like, well, "So what's a ring rat?" Yeah, they were trying to get her. To I'm, describe honestly, it. I doubt they do know what a ring rat is. To be honest, no, uh, they they <laughs> they knew. What oh, it was. they knew. Oh, they the knew. pros knew it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you mean like the the contestants probably don't know what a ring rat is. Though, they tried but. to get what's her name, Sarah. Mm-hmm. The one who's like always smiling. Oh, yeah. They tried to get her to describe it, and that was like the one time where she stopped smiling. Yeah. She was like, I'm I'm not that. I, no, I would never do that. That's that's not me. That's not sure you I wouldn't. Am. Yeah. <laughs> so uh That's what they all say. Yeah. So crazy stuff with uh with the tough enough finalists all gonna be on uh oh, no. WWE I, contract. I don't know. I didn't I think I've like watched one episode, but I didn't really care for it. But mm-hmm. They may be something. I like. I don't know. When I saw all this stuff, I was like, ZZ was not that good. No, no, he was terrible. Even yeah. on the finale, that I, I mean, that's why I love DVR because I can <laughs> I can fast forward through ninety nine percent of the show and just go to watching the morons get eliminated. But <laughs> my God, that guy was terrible. They're all terrible. Of course, yeah. Of course, when you get they're all looking for fame in some form. Or of course, fashion. when you get coddled, but I guess that was WWE's idea. I didn't get any uh, headgear when I. Learn to bump. I don't. Yeah, I did see that one segment where they're uh, talking to to Zizi, and he was like, "Oh man, I didn't know it was going to be this tough." And they're like, "What the hell did you think this competition was?" Yeah, it's not a hamburger eating contest, fat yeah. boy. <laughs> hey, watch it with the fat boys. Well, I'm pretty fat too, but damn. <laughs> so uh, it's called tough enough for a reason. Yeah, and uh, you know, you got girls just trying to be models and stuff like that. And I heard they're actually going to be bringing back the diva shirt uh, search what? to put on the on the network, <sighs> which is like, why even have girls on the tough enough if you're going to bring back the diva search? We're trying to get away from that with yep. the, the divas revolution. All the like, the, and now they're bringing uh, it all back. We well, always need a girl like uh, what's that, Summer Ray. You always need you need girls like that. Arm for, candy. Arm candy. Yeah, I mean, Valet. do you miss Kelly Kelly? No, and I know that <laughs> I know that she's on a reality show. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, she's yeah. on on a Wags or something what like is that? that. It's wives and girlfriends of sports stars is what it stands That's for. So stupid. She's apparently dating. Uh, My fiance was asking me about that. She was like, "They said that there was a, a former WWE diva mm-hmm. on on this show. What is that?" And I was like, "Hell, if I know." She's dating some hockey player or something, from what I understand. I've never watched the show, but it's it's basically just like Gold Digger show. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's like, what it is. It's like Flavor of Love. <laughs> You know, it focuses on girls who are dating sports stars, right? Strictly because they're sports stars, and they buy them nice things. And they're like, "You're not part of the Wax Club unless you have a ring or uh, a, a ring on your finger, or you're pregnant." I'm gonna look this up after the show. Yeah, man, I'm it's... gonna see what this is about and see how uh, like, trashy she is. me with this crap? Of course, none of them. What I think is hilarious is they're always this wives of ba- you know basketball wives, but none of them are actually married to the basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> they're None of those girls on that wag show are probably wives of the, the sports wow. stars. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. It's called prenups. That's why. <laughs> so uh, let's get. <laughs> we want prenups. We want prenups. Yeah. So let's dive back into uh, to feedback. Last bit of feedback we have is from Bazooka Majin saying, Great show, guys. And I'm not really liking what they're doing with Seamus. It seems like he's slowly morphing into that money in the bank holder's curse where they start making you look weak. Like how, like he's fighting, he's now fighting with the fans with the you look stupid chance. So, I mean, he he had to have brought that on himself whenever he decided to shave his head. But, uh, you know, they, they've had a history of making money in the bank look weak. So that it's, it's, so that it's unpredictable whenever I'll, they finally cash in. I will always like Seamus. Yeah. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. I like. He's him. a talented dude. Yeah, I may not like him right now that much, but I've, I'll right. always like him. And I don't know. 
in my head it doesn't necessarily I I may have a picture of how all this stuff will play out but I, mm-hmm. I really don't know but uh I, I wouldn't have picked him to win the money in the bank yeah what I love about Sheamus is the fact of every one of his matches that you see it's a fight mm-hmm. it, I don't care who he was working it doesn't matter it looks like a brawl mm-hmm. and he it's like almost watching Stone Cold from the Raw era nice it looked it looked like Stone I Cold. I can actually watch Stone Cold matches because I don't I mean, remember on top of my head really. Because I mean, he would go the way he moved. It was like he was in a fight. He wasn't. Ju- it wasn't all the smooth, you know, finesse. It was punches, kicks. It was gritty, and it was. It, I mean, he, it yeah, was, he does that stuff. He'll hit you hard. Slobber knocker. The warrior. I think he would have fit in really well during the Attitude Era because he's that big guy. Right. You know, he's not. He's gonna. He's gonna throw down, but. uh but let's dive on into Raw, the go-home show, the season premiere. Depends season on how many times you can say ass. that. Um, the season premiere of Raw before Night of Champions. Oh, they promote the shit out of that. Each segment, when they came back from Raw, they said Raw, season mm-hmm. premiere. I was doing the uh, the, the Twitter for, uh, for WNS um, during Raw, and within the first five minutes or so, I said, all right, what's, what's the over-under for... Uh, for saying season premiere, I'll put you at 45 and a half. Everyone took over. I was like, not surprised. So, um, if they're going to promote something, they're going to promote the shit out of it and yeah. run to the ground. Absolutely. It's a good drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is a terrible drinking game. <laughs> Take a shot drunk. every time they say season premiere. You're going to be passed out before the first match is over. <laughs> so, uh, we'll kick things off with the authority, obviously, coming out and talking about whatever it was that they were talking about and doing their normal spiel and. They did I bring. I was late. Out, I was late on that. I, didn't, I don't think. Yeah. Um, the they brought out the new day and very awkward dancing with with the new day. It's gold to me. All yeah. this yeah. weird, stupid, like awkward dancing, like the the the, the pelvic no, stuff I mean, that Biggie like, does. Triple H and Stephanie were dancing with the new day. Oh, I did not like, see. They oh. were. Yeah. Oh, so that was right. awkward. Okay. Awkward yeah. white people dancing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Awkward, this is my mom and dad dancing oh. after they've had a couple margaritas. <laughs> They're in the Carlton? Woo! Get away well, like, from me, mom. Well, it's like they were, uh, Stephanie was like clapping along with them, and then she was like trying to She probably was offbeat, wasn't she? And then she was like, come on, Hunter, do it. And so like he's standing on the on the apron just like looking at him like, what the hell is wrong with y'all? And then he gets in the ring and he's like. Oh, yeah. Was he doing it on huh? purpose? Yeah. I, I don't know, but it was... <laughs> It was awkward to watch. Um, but anyways, the uh, the first match we got to see, New Day! Oh, Triple H! <laughs> Go you dare be sour! Going up against the primetime players for the tag team championships. Um, I thought this matchup was uh, was very solid. Uh, once again, I was highly distracted but entertained by uh, Xavier Woods. Oh, that's, that's all the time. Like, I know it sounds bad, but like, I I do watch the match, but I'm focused on like Xavier the whole time. Like, that's, what's he gonna play next, or what's he gonna do? Because he he shouts, <laughs> "Don't touch my trombone!" Or to the mic, don't he touch just my keeps trombone. on going and going. That's, oh, Biggie! That's know, why please. I don't like him because he takes away <laughs> from the match. Yeah. I mean, I know he's entertaining, but. Your whole focus is on him. Mm-hmm. Nobody's paying attention to what's going on in the That's ring. That's also true. That's but true. I yeah, I know. I I do focus on I, him, but I do focus on the match. So I would be hypocritical both. if I said, you know, oh, I'm loving what Xavier is doing because there have been plenty of times where I'm like, why are they focusing on who's sitting at the announce table? They need to be focusing on the right. match. So yeah, I can I can see that point, and uh, you know, they do take away a lot from the match, but at least they're keeping the camera 
at least in the ring. Yeah, you know? but that's what, but it's crazy though. Even if when the camera's in the ring, you can still hear him. And yeah. it's like, oh my god, he's got that tricep meat. <laughs> like, just absolutely craziness. Absolutely. Someone said, I, I don't, I don't know this, but someone was like, oh, he played the song from Final Fantasy. I was like, I don't know nothing about Final Fantasy. Yeah, I don't either. Nice. Well, I know he is a big gamer, so. Did he do, like, the Zelda thing, I think, or something? Not that I heard. I don't know. But, uh, very entertaining. But the New Day end up getting the victory, defeating the primetime players to de- to retain oh, their tag team titles and uh, looking forward to Night of Champions. I was really I, thinking that there was going to be, like, a triple threat. I don't know why. They'll be in the mix in yeah. the future sometime. Yeah, so really cool stuff. And uh, speaking of the primetime players, don't forget we're going to be interviewing Titus O'Neil a little bit later on. So really cool we're stuff. We're going to make it a win. Make it a win, that's right. <laughs> so uh, next matchup, we got to see Sasha Banks going up against Paige. Uh, this has sort of been a matchup that's it's turning into a feud. It's lasted a few weeks now. And uh, Sasha Banks and Paige definitely went to town. And uh, Sasha Banks ended up getting the victory via submission. So pretty, uh, I remember it wasn't too. This wasn't a long match at all. I no, don't think so. I mean, it went you know to a commercial and came back, but uh, Sasha ends up getting the victory. So that's that's pretty big on her part, at least. Is that two weeks in a row that's happened, or is it? Um, or is it? Last week was when uh, Banks got the pin, and they were saying that her shoulders were down as well. Oh, okay. And so they were like, okay, well, let's have well, another then, match between them to. Because a couple, I know she tapped. She made her tap out. I thought a couple weeks ago. Was yeah. it Paige? I think it is. It might have been. I believe That's you're why right. That's kind of. I'm kind of wondering what they're where they're going with this. If they're just going to bury Paige. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily burying her. It's more let's give Sasha a chance to elevate herself in front of the the crowd. Yeah. I, I so, can see that point. And what better way than beating a an established two time Divas champion? Right, but I, I mean, if you're going to do it two or three weeks in a row. Yeah. I mean, that's where's the contest in that? I mean, yeah. If you're going to keep doing it. I don't think they're going to keep doing it. I think it was more of just a, okay, here's a decisive win right. for Sasha. You know, last week, oh, there was controversy. This week, okay, clear-cut winner. You made Paige tap the out. The bank statement. Yeah. And you can, That's a great name. You can yeah, love that bank name. on that. How much does she have in her bank? <laughs> That's, oh, God. <laughs> That'd be a good way to say, like, is Paige going to tap out? How much money does she have left in that bank? <laughs> anyway. That was terrible. Uh, so <laughs> Sasha gets the win. And uh, after that, we got to see Ms. TV with the Wyatt family. I got a crack. I, I, I laughed so hard. Just the little things where, like, Ms. was just trying to get the interview and, yeah. like, Wyatt was just like, hey, man, you're not safe here. So don't try to act like this. Like you, you try to act like you want the you want the scoop and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know, it's just a little part, but I, I did like that. Ms. was like, oh, well, <laughs> I could promise nice, you. Nice lighting, Bray. Thanks. I could Promise you, I'm not uh, Roman and uh, uh, and Dean Ambrose's partner at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> he goes Hell, Hell in a Cell. cell. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, wrong pay per view. Yeah, that might be uh, the next pay per view. So maybe that's epic foreshadowing. Maybe dun, he dun, found dun. out he's gonna he's gonna team up with Ambrose and Reigns. Braun, people want to know what. <laughs> Shut up, Miz. <laughs> you ain't safe here, Miz. That's right, man. So. um so, yeah. Then Dean threw him out. <laughs> Dean threw Miz Dean out. Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. Hey, guys. This is oh, so, uh, toss him Miz. out. Fuck you. <laughs> I saw a comment that was like, and keep in mind that Miz once main evented a WrestleMania. <laughs> and they treat him like that. So uh, That's like that's the second time. What's the last time they had the Miz show? And it was like Kevin Owens 
and Cesaro. <laughs> Cesaro. They both told him to shut up yeah. and stuff like that. And they, I think they didn't throw him out of the ring, did they? Or they, they kind of like uh, intimidated him. I don't recall. But, uh, but it was still funny. It was like, it's kind of like the, sort of the same thing. Yeah. But Ambrose and Reigns end up crashing Miz TV and have a stare down. And Reigns cut a pretty decent promo on uh, on Bray saying, look, man, you, you've you've tried to beat me. You can't do it. You've brought in Harper in one match. You've brought in Braun in another one. It's like you, he's like you depend on your monsters to beat me, so you can't win. Um, which I thought it was it was a very fine promo on Rowan's uh, part. I'm glad he's advancing. Maybe uh, teaming him back up with Ambrose will be. Man, I followed those buzzers. All. Nothing happened. Yeah, <laughs> all they did was go to a carcass and start eating. It was weird. So uh, after that, we got to see John Cena versus Sheamus for the first time ever. On the season premiere. This season. Yeah, that's right. On this season. This season, yeah. This season of WWE how, Raw. How do they, like, I know they can get away with it, but, like, how the, like, do they say that? It's like they don't take a break. They don't, I don't know. They do it in order to try and hype. Say, oh, man, season does premiere. Does that really make a difference? It's because it was going up against Monday Night Football. Right, yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. You got to kind of make it special. You gotta have some yeah, special yeah. matches, and I mean, I remember doing that. I remember them saying that before a season premiere. Yeah, they've the done past, it in the past, but it doesn't. So it's not uncommon. I want to know the people who are listening. Does this do anything for you? Does <laughs> the them saying season premiere do anything for you? Yeah. Does it have any extra hype? Yeah, it does it. So, whatever. Um, so John Cena versus Sheamus. What were your thoughts on the matchup? I. Honestly, I I, I, I don't remember. Admit, I think we zoned out. We were well, we were distracted <laughs> because we were watching nothing but Scott Steiner. Yeah, videos. we were watching Scott Steiner videos. Yeah, How yeah. bored were you guys? Well, no, I mean, his fiance. Uh, we were talking to her about it. She's never seen. She had never seen any of his promos. So she said, "Oh, you got to see this. You got to see this." So we pulled up the the math <laughs> statistics, and we were like, "You take your twenty five percent, go and add that to my seventy five percent, and my thirty three and two thirds chance." And See some old joke numbers don't lie. Terrible! Oh my god! Oh my god. That guy amazing! Was amazing! Terribly like, amazing! Yes, <laughs> it was so bad it was. Or, good. I'm sorry, amazingly terrible. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm he, gonna sell into your dumb redneck ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Team 3D, you guys must be out of your minds because you got such fat asses, and you're gonna be able to run lickety split because you had no chance. You had no chance, but now you have no chance because you got such fat asses. <laughs> I'll be the modifier. You mean moderator? Shut up! <laughs> Just stuff like that. So, uh, but from what I hear, John Cena versus Sheamus is a pretty good matchup. <laughs> they Sorry, man. John Cena's delivering. Was yeah, it? absolutely. Well, the part that I remember watching was he turned Sheamus uh, and started doing the yeah. clubbing. Yeah. yeah, I remember that part too. It was enjoyable. Like that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, John Cena does end up getting the victory, uh, which takes us to a Ryback and Kevin Owens segment where Ryback was talking about. His journey and Kevin Owens. I feel like the segment really didn't do too much for me, but it, it made the announcement that these, that ty- the these two guys are going to have I... a match. Yeah, um, you know, I like the part where Ryback was like, "Yes, I did get an elevator ride to the top. I, I absolutely, I will absolutely admit it. But once I got there, I fell straight back down, and I had to claw my way back." And he complimented you know, Kevin Owens, yeah. on his journey. That stuff, and so I got a I got a lot of slack for for complimenting Ryback uh, for his promo. Really, what I know people he's, say he's not the best. He's not the best at cutting promos. I'll, I'll admit that. But I I like the story that he was trying to tell. I think what when you're that say? big, you don't have to be. I mean, you don't size, have to be. Your size pretty much tells it all. But unless you open your mouth like Scott Steiner and you <laughs> prove you're a complete moron, <laughs> badass, then you have badass, to. Badass. Then you have to. He has a fat ass. 
You have to double <laughs> how good you are in the ring to compensate for how crappy you are on the mic. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. Uh, so you said you got flack. So who gave you flack? I'll just say, you know, people who were commenting, like, really? You, you actually like that? And, yeah, I did. You know, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't great, but I enjoyed it. So, uh, you know, Kevin Owens delivered on the mic as well. And uh, we'll look forward that to was, that. This is a pretty quick thing because I thought they were still doing Cesaro Owens. They just recently dro- dropped that, I thought. Yeah. What, like two weeks yeah, ago, a week ago? A couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And then that's whenever Ryback had the backstage segment and Owens walked Even up. Even though they, they do good work together, it's time for, like I said, I may not care for this match, but I just, I'm caring for the, like, the, like, Owens to get the title. That's all I want from yeah. this match, really. Hopefully, there will be a good match out of this, but I just want Owens to have the title. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see how our predictions lie in just a little bit. But uh, after that, we got to see the Cosmic Wasteland, the Ascension and Stardust going up against Lucha Dragons and Neville. But this match doesn't even get started. It turns into a brawl. Nothing really happens. They just do that, and they back away. And that, that was, was it. about it. Yep. So And later on that night, and they... They said they have a match at the pay-per-view. That is correct. Uh, but after that, we got to see Charlotte going up against Nikki Bella for the Divas Championship. The possibility to well, disrupt the longest reign. Earlier in the night, she was talking to Renee, and Rick is with her. So. Yes. So, like, you know, let's let's tease the crowd a little woo, bit. Woo! Woo! Yeah. And, uh, he needs to go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were watching Ric Flair stuff too. Yeah. Ric After Flair that, post. we started watching well, the Jay Lethal. Specifically the Ric Flair, Jay Lethal stuff from TNA, which well, that yeah. was gold. Oh, yeah. But that's my just, line. That's my line. I just don't see. You, you, watch this. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I can't believe you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, see, I just hear all kinds of people saying she wants to differentiate herself from her dad. And well, that's then, what she said in NXT. That was well, the very first thing she said. She was well, like, you know my history, but I'm not about that. Well, let's see. You used part of his music. Yep. You use a variation of his finisher. Yep. You woo all the damn time. Yep. But How she don't ride limousines. any different than your dad? She don't ride in limousines. I don't know. He has moves. I'm just saying. <laughs> Have you seen him? <laughs> he has moves and she has boobs. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, okay, she might have originally wanted that, but they're, you know, the people you know, backstage are probably like, no. My whole deal is she is talented enough. She doesn't need, I honestly don't think she needs her dad. To, it doesn't hurt her. I think it does. Mm. I don't no. know. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't really, he's not really doing too much. He just shows yeah. up every now he and show, then. He shows he up to support really her. Like, yeah. It's like one episode here. Like I mean, you know. They they tried to do something with Tamina, like she tried to do the dive from the top row, just like dear old dad. And right, but they don't mention Jimmy's super. Well, now they don't. Now they don't. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, even yeah, before they really not. didn't do it that often. Yeah, of course he wasn't a le- like a true legend like Ric Flair. I guess he was a legend, right. but he's not in the same caliber. But I mean, as like Flair. when Natalia comes out, they'll mention yeah. her, her family heritage and stuff like that. And like even on uh, on SmackDown and Raw, they're talking about the Usos being cousins with Roman Reigns. Who's not cousins right. with Roman Reigns yeah, or The Rock? There's like 10,000 right. of them. I did it for The Rock. That's right. Yeah. I don't know why um, I said that, sorry. Well, for the people. For the people. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Charlotte versus Nikki, Divas Championship on the line. Um, Tyler, what were your thoughts on this matchup? Gosh, it, this gets on my nerves. Like, I know they'll do the switch, but this yeah. is like the second time, maybe three times in what? 
seven or eight months. I don't yeah. know. Twin, twin magic it's like, or whatever they call well, it. Well, they pin the wrong person. Right. And, and then, they get out and like she gets the stuff out of her ball. I'm like, oh, I'm the wrong, you know, de- uh, It's the de- wrong ball. twin. And like, oh, reverse it. I'm like, we how many times are you going to do that before so, you, you know, just stop that shit? You know, because. Well, as a ref, mm-hmm. we're, we're stupid, so we don't know. We don't it was like, <laughs> it was yeah, like, we have the perfect eyewitness. It was that. like. One has a different color in their hair, and one has bigger bro- bo- boobs. I know that she stuffs her bra, but I mean, but still, you could, you look at their faces, you could tell a difference. Adam. Mm-hmm. I mean, between I don't know, man. When a ref's in the middle of a match and you're just going, you, you can't tell that stuff, man. Maybe. I, oh. I mean, I'm not. I, I can't tell. I mean, I'm not a referee. I don't know. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. But still, for Stephanie McMahon to come out and say, "I have to keep up the integrity of the Divas Revolution." But because you pinned the wrong person, you know, rather than restarting the match like we normally would, we're just going to have you two face again at Night of Champions. But this time, if you lose for any reason, then you lose the title. So where's the integrity there? Well, they had to keep that uh, the yeah. AJ stuff. So Yeah, I, that's, that's all it was for. The integrity line was bullshit, and she knows it. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So, I mean... Okay, and if you're going to keep up integrity with every time that there is a switch or something like that, you need to erase the past however many years that the the Bella Twins have had singles matches where they switched. If you're going to if you're going to they've never done that where they got caught, they they would always win. Yeah. With the the They've done magic. the twin magic. But recently they they're doing the losing with twin magic, which doesn't work. Right. Yeah. But if you're going to if you're going to use integrity then you need to go back and say, okay, all of those matches in the past where you won that way and where you lost that way are null and void. Yeah, I mean, integrity in wrestling. Come on, in the grand scheme, it's not going to matter or whatever. Right. But it doesn't matter for you to say, oh, we have to keep integrity because the champion wasn't pinned, so she shouldn't lose the title. To now saying, oh, if the Divas champion loses, but she isn't pin she loses the title it's just i don't know it's it's a mind trip that's what it is so charlotte pins brie bella nikki retains the end uh after that we got to see cesaro going up against rusev um and as soon as i heard cesaro's music come out to come out i was like oh don't let him lose i thought he was gonna lose to yeah i was like don't don't let him job like this guy's like starting to actually build and grow and i mean my god how many cesaro section signs were there you know it's not a section no it is well now it's it's grown into instead of a section being three or four seats to now a full-fledged section i mean it's everywhere yeah Yeah. i didn't think of this earlier but do you think cesaro could be the mystery partner you think that could be Mm. any choice of that any chance of that i mean there's always a chance he has nothing going on he doesn't have exactly i mean there's he's got nothing going on That'd be big. He's not tied to anything. That'd be good. I'd like that. <sighs> be interesting. Maybe he could go up against Braun in a <laughs> test of strength. But um, but Cesaro actually ends up getting the victory with a distraction from Ziggler, who tried to give a present to like, Summer what, What's going on? I was like, okay, this what's is... What's in the box? This has <laughs> to be what's going on now since Lana's out. Now, yep. I guess he, I wonder if he's going to really woo her. Or maybe it's a trap. I don't know. If he's really wooing her back, he's being shady. Then Lana comes back and gets with Rusev, and then the bird is now actually with uh, uh, Ziggler. 
Yeah. And, you know, we saw that he gave her, I guess, jewelry, like earrings or something like Birds that. Birds like so- stuff shiny, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll have to see how it all plays out. The reason but, I call uh, her a bird because she looks like D from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and they always call her a bird. So, uh, Bird law. Bird law. Yeah, but it's not governed by reason. Um, so Cesaro ends up getting the victory, very surprising, and then uh, Dolph Ziggler delivers a super kick to, uh, to Rusev, and Cesaro's like, oh, my God, what just happened? <laughs> so, fun stuff. But, uh, but after that, it got to go to the main event of Raw, where we got to see Sting in his first Match on Raw ever, ever against the Big Show. And guess what? It ends in a disqualification. And it starts back up. Seth Rollins comes out and starts to try and beat down Sting. And then here comes John Cena to beat down uh, Seth Rollins. And then hold up a minute, playa. Holla, holla. Let's have ourselves a tag match. <laughs> the Big Show turned babyface at any time during the match. I know nope. he likes to. Oh, man. Not this time. I always love when he switches. <laughs> Mid match. Yeah. He just KOs the that's wrong That's going to happen one day, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, it will. Yeah, so uh, so it turns into Sting and Cena going up against Rollins and Big Show, and you know it, it was what it was. It was a fun, it was a fine match, and um, Cena and Sting end up getting the victory. So other than that, nothing really to add to it. That was it. So good stuff. But uh, with that being said, we got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. Not joining in, David. What's the deal? Oh, sorry, man. I'm trying to be a team player here. Just, <laughs> I'm just, new. I'm new. I'm the new kid. Just couldn't. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta feel the clap. Feel it. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. New day rocks. New. new. There we go. Day rocks. New. There we go. Day, oh, then you stop. Thanks. Got to feel those picks. Get the table. <laughs> Yeah, save the tables. Save the tables. Save the tables. So, uh, Night of Champions is going to be taking place this Sunday from the lovely Toyota Center in Houston, Texas, which we'll also be attending. So, if you happen to be in the Houston area for Night of Champions, be on the lookout for us because we're going to be out there and safe travels yeah, as you go out us. there as well. Yeah, so uh, so really cool stuff. We'll uh, we'll kick things off with the uh, kickoff matchup, the pre-show uh, first, uh, the matchup. Comic, uh, Cosmic Wasteland going up against Lucha, Dragons, and Neville. So uh, this was kind of a thrown-together matchup. Uh, we've seen the feud start on SmackDown, and they finally acknowledged it on Raw uh, with the Ascension teaming up with Stardust to form the Cosmic Wasteland. Uh, Tyler, what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on the team name? What are your thoughts on this group as a whole? And what who do you think is going to uh, walk out of Night of Champions victorious? I am iffy on uh, them in general. I don't know. It's no. like the Ascension, I wanted like goodness like for them like when they mm-hmm. came from NXT to uh, you know the main roster, but they just kept on getting squashed and stuff like that, and I guess they need people like that. I don't know. But <laughs> and I was iffy on Stardust to begin with, but I uh, – I don't know. I'm half and half. Like I, I want to like them, but I yeah. don't. I don't know. But I know this is thrown together. So maybe if they keep on going, I will maybe like them in the future. I don't yeah. know. But um, sort of like how the new day was at the beginning. It's like, what oh is, yeah, what new is day, this? It was like we threw them together. Mm-hmm. They had nothing for them, but maybe they'll develop something and get something going. I don't yeah. Know. Um, but I'm gonna go with um, Neville and Lucha Dragons to win. Yes. All right. How about you, David? Actually, I'm going to go the opposite way. I think uh, the Cosmic Wasteland is going to take it just because I think WWE is going to try and build them up. Mm-hmm. They need to. 
I hope. Yeah. Because if not, because if not, there's really no point in them being around. Because like you said, they squashed them. Yeah. So let's build them up. Let's make them a contender or, or something. Because if they don't, they're just going to go back down to doing nothing again. Yeah. And it seems like they're building up a trios. Uh, Lately, you've got the new day. You, you reformed the Wyatts. Uh, we're going right. to get a a third member on, on Dean Ambrose and right. uh, and Roman Reigns, and then you've got the Divas Revolution, where it's nothing but trios now. Right. So it seems like they're sort of leaning towards that. It's a way to get multiple people involved in storylines without actually having to burn them all off. Exactly. You know, in and, the ring. And I hope they get something going because I always feel for those guys who get yeah. up there, and it's like. Like they said, they were doing good NXT and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and then it's like they were a joke, you know, right. like JBL, like commentary, in. or like exactly. or just like saying stuff on them too. And I was like, "Wow, you're really gonna do that to them?" It's yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm hoping, you know. I think this could be a way for uh, for Stardust to get his revenge on Neville. Uh, you know, Neville got the the victory at SummerSlam, right. so this could be his his time to to get his revenge now that he's form the cosmic wasteland and right and i think it'll help neville if, if like you said if he does get the win that can only help him also. yeah i mean because he's getting he's seems like he's getting a big push here too but mm-hmm. so uh so yeah it should be uh pretty interesting to see but let's go on into the uh the first matchup well uh let's do let's do one of the matches that is not for a title we'll start things off with dolph ziggler going up against rusev um Tyler, what do you think? Oh, what, what are your so thoughts bad, on this? I don't care about this match. Yeah, uh, it's the feud that never dies, is what it is. This also has to play into, I guess Lana is out for she's gonna be out for what months, weeks? I think four to six months. They said uh, she had to have surgery on her wrist that and kills it there. Yeah, yeah. Then what happened on Raw with like him giving the gift? To, <laughs> uh, to uh, you know what it is? It's progression in the storyline. The thing we don't want. I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I kind of want it to end, but I kind of have a feeling later on it's going to be something like Lana comes back. They're going to put Lana back with Rusev, I think. Maybe not. But, um, oh, my gosh. I'm just going to pick someone. Uh, Rusev. It <laughs> Rusev may not make sense, but I don't, I don't care. Rusev. All right. Get down, Dave Brown. Uh, well, like Rusev, I guess. Like I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, the, I'm on the same page with him. Not honestly, because I really don't care. Because mm-hmm. really, they're they're not doing anything with Dolph Ziggler. They're really not doing anything with Rusev. They're just yeah. kind of putting them with each other, just so they have something to do. In my yeah. opinion, and like he said, they're just you lose Lana, mm-hmm. so it really doesn't matter. You lost the girl, right? Now you're losing the other girl. Mm-hmm. That was actually the strongest thing with with Rus- like Rusev and Lana together was like mm-hmm. a good package. I felt exactly. But, I mean, I don't, I don't why, feel why like... Why they like to break them up? I never know. I don't at, feel like Rusev and Birdlaw go together. <laughs> uh, she's a bird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> but also, I mean, nobody talks about Summer Rae, which that also means... Bird. Yeah, yeah, sure. It does, I mean, she's, nobody seems to talk about her anyway. She's kind of non-existent in this. But no, I mean, I she's mean, getting some time some, on the air, though. Yeah. So that's good yeah. for her. I mean... Okay, so you're picking Rusev? Yeah. Are you picking I'll, Rusev? I'll go with Rusev. All right, I'm going to pick Rusev as well, uh, just because I feel like he needs it. Maybe he'll lose the girl in the process as well. <laughs> Who knows? I forgive you. Yeah. Who I don't forgive. You betrayed it's, it's me. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with that being said, let's go into the next matchup, the other matchup that does not have champion, championship implications. That is the Wyatt family going up against Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and a mystery partner. 
who the mystery partner is. And I swear I will not like it if it's Baron Corbin. <laughs> I don't want Baron Corbin. Oh. Well, there had been rumors and uh, an alleged picture uh, from the WWE website that posted a picture of... What, uh, on Roman- the WWE website? Yes. And suppose this is speculation. I don't know if it was Photoshopped or not. Uh, but they had posted a picture, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Baron Corbin against the Wyatt family. Heard a couple of different for Night of Champions. Who have you heard? Okay, the first one I heard was Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Then the last couple of days I heard it was The Rock. Oh yeah. So I mean, but I doubt it's The Rock to be honest with you. At Night of Champions, yeah, exactly. Unless it's Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and or they would hype that up too. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> that um, took out one of my, you know, like one of his uh, family members, and then mm-hmm. here comes another family member. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and I know we've had we've had some comments on the show where people were saying, "Oh, it's going to be Eric Rowan. He's going to return, and uh, he might even side with the Wyatt family or something like that." Four but members of the Wyatt family. I don't it's know. it's the hard thing of of doing a prediction show when you don't know who the third man in the in the team is. So, I mean, it's it's pretty much hmm. a toss up. You know, they're trying to re reestablish oh the my Wyatt gosh, family. It's Mark Henry. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're trying to reestablish the Wyatt family as this dominant team uh, with the addition of, of Braun. I get distracted with the Wyatt family because yeah. every time I see Braun, I'm like, Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah, he does look like that guy. Yeah. So, so with that being said, who are you going to pick uh, to be victorious here? It's like I want the best for all these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wyatts are kind of there. They just don't go up. They're just there. They keep on getting defeated, but they come back. Yeah. Uh, well, the Wyatts don't necessarily need a win for they don't anything. Need a win. They don't need a win. They're just gonna. They're, they're just crazy. Haunt your dreams. Haunt um, your dreams. Yes. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I'm. I guess that third member actually matters. It's the deciding factor. Yeah, it is. I think so. Um, hmm. Wow. Um. I'm going to say Dean. No, 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 no. Oh, man, I don't know. Wyatt's. Wyatt's. Wyatt's? Yeah. Final answer? Final answer. Who's the third man? <sighs> Zach Gowan. Zach Gowan. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. Sorry. That's Absolutely. So, uh, how about you, Dave? I think it's going to be Randy Orton as the mystery uh, partner. Randy Orton. Yeah, See? because I, I remember, was it a couple of weeks ago on Raw when they mm-hmm. had Randy Orton talking to them backstage? Yeah. But, so I think that could be... And then he was attacked and taken well, out. And then they had one of the Usos, Usos team yeah. up with him. And they and then he got were, taken they out. They were playing yeah. it like that. So it, it's not... I don't think it's going to be one of those two guys. And so now Ambrose and Reigns are refusing to reveal who their tag partner is for that very reason. I still think it's going to be Randy Orton coming back. Orton? All right. But I still think they're going to lose. I think the Wyatts are going to take it. All right. I think it would be awesome if it was Mark Henry. Uh, no. No. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't think it's gonna no, be Mark but it Henry. wouldn't work against. It They've, wouldn't work so well with. Yeah, Braun. Yeah, I don't know. Then I don't know. I'm going back and forth. With my Is head. he related to Roman Reigns? <laughs> <laughs> Could he be? Okay, I'm not speculating anymore. I don't know. I'm just gonna right. go with Wyatt. I'm gonna go with the Wyatt family as well. I feel like they're trying to establish him, and uh, you know the promo that that Reigns said was like, "You can't beat me." I think Bray's gonna end up getting the pin on Roman. You're not safe here, Miz. Yeah, that's right. Get out of here. Next matchup going to be Tag Team Championships. The Dudley Boys going up against the New Day. So, uh, 
really excited about this one because we're going to get to see it live. Uh, I'm pumped. Ah, Houston! Ah, Houston! <laughs> Don't you dare be sour! Clap for your two-time champs and feel the power! I will clap. Yes. That's pretty good. Thanks. I'm going to be... I didn't have enough baritone in it. Ah. I didn't have enough rough, but... Uh, <sighs> I'm going to be there for New Day. Yeah. Um, New Day rocks. New Day rocks. So uh, so New Day versus the Dudley Boys. I'm excited for this matchup. Oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good for sure. For I'm sure. excited to see the New Day. I'm curious as to how the crowd will react because Houston is very face-friendly. Like, you get, you get your Chicagos and your Phillies that... You know, they just want to cheer whoever is, you know, the 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 better athlete. You get your New Yorks who, well, same same could be said for New York. Uh, but there are those crowds that are just, I'm just going to cheer for the heel no matter who he is. And you get the towns where it's, I'm going to cheer the face for whoever it is. Uh, I found, in, in my experience, I found that Houston is very face friendly. So I'm curious as to how New Day will be uh, treated by the fans. Um I know the Dudley boys are going to get a huge ovation. Oh, for sure. Um, But they haven't had too much interaction. I mean, they've done the whole save the tables, get the tables kind of stuff. But uh, who who are you going to pick to win this one? We'll start with you, Dave. Filling in for Doug. I think I'm going to go with a new day. New day? Yeah, because I think this is going to continue. And uh, maybe the Survivor Series. Yeah. And I think then the Dudley boys will take it. But right now I think something's going to happen with a new day. Somebody's going to get involved, you know, three against two here. The trombone will be in yes, effect. That, I, love, I love that. <laughs> I'm loving that. It's mm. great. It's awesome. And I, I think the New Day is going to pull it out some way. Yeah. Somebody's probably still going to go through a table, but <laughs> the New Day is Probably gonna, Xavier while he's playing the trombone. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. I, I, yeah. <laughs> or they're going to use the trombone as a weapon somehow yeah. against the New Day. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the New Day is going to pull it out. All right. So you're going for New Day. How about you, Tyler? Uh, same. Um, I mean, I like both of these uh, groups. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't feel like they should. The Dudley should win the belts automatically when mm-hmm. they come back, and this will still the feud will still keep on going. And right. Stuff. And they're gonna eventually get it and become the the ten time tag WWE team champions. Tag team champions. Yeah. Okay, so you're picking New Day to to win. Uh, I'm going to pick the New Day as well. I feel like this could be a great showcase for the New Day. Uh, an established tag team like the Dudley Boys are perfect to elevate them to Kofi even greater and Big heights. E are going to be the match, you assume? Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, more than likely. Um, and and like you said, it'll it'll be a better payoff for the Dudley Boys later on. Uh, you know, the faces are always great in the chase for the titles. Mm-hmm. So they could stretch this out, like Doug's, uh, like sorry, like David said, uh, to uh, to the Survivor Series and uh, have them get the win there at the at the big one of the big four pay per views. Um, so I'm going to pick the New Day to uh, to retain as well. So with that being said, Tyler, why don't you pick the next matchup? We got uh, we got four more. Five, Ryback versus five Kevin Owens, Ryback Continental Championship. This is right. another match that's thrown together at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um time for Ryback to lose it and yeah. Kevin Owens to get the title. I felt like I really felt like Kevin Owens should have got the United States title. Yeah. But this is okay. He has a new chance. This is the second chance. Second for him. chance. He can, you know, get the Intercontinental Championship and just be dominant with it, I guess. Hopefully. Yeah. So, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. All right. How about you, Mr. Get Down Dave Brown? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. I don't think he needs it, but I know Ryback doesn't need it, and 
nobody wants to see it either. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody's tired of Ryback. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully this will be a good match. I'm not the biggest Ryback fan, but mm-hmm. um, hopefully there'll be some good stuff in there. Yeah, I'm going to pick Kevin Owens to win as well. I feel like he does better when he's got a belt over his shoulder right. so that he can gloat about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. And he's he's great on the mic. Right. And, you know, he, he's he got the monocle of fight Owens fight. So what better to have a fighting champion than, than Kevin Owens? Yeah, I just hope they can go longer than, you know, 10 minutes because I know Ryback's not going to be able to go too, too long. Yeah, I can see this one probably going about 12 yeah, you know, twelve to fifteen, somewhere around there. Uh, but unanimous decision picking uh, Kevin Owens. I wouldn't to win. see like they throw this together just for Owens to lose. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, right. but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of momentum. I think going in right now. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, let's go into the next matchup. We'll do the Divas Championship match: Nikki Bella versus Charlotte course they had the controversial ending on raw this past monday to where now nikki has officially surpassed aj lee as the longest reigning wwe divas champion of all time celebration whatever you want to call it all the fun stuff who do you pick oh god please give it to charlotte um okay she broke she broke the uh the you knew it was gonna happen yeah she yeah. got the she got the title reign uh now let's see what this Divas Revolution can actually do if it's still intact. Uh, I feel like Charlotte, while she might not be the best choice, I would prefer to see Sasha Banks in this title picture. Uh, I feel that that would be a good opportunity for them to then swing it towards Sasha Banks. You have a face going up against a heel rather than heel heel. Um, so I'm going to pick Charlotte to win with looking forward to uh, Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. How about you? Uh, I say Charlotte. Yeah? Yeah. I don't see Nikki Bella keeping that belt much longer. Okay. There's, no, yeah. there's not much reason. She's, I mean, she's held it for how long? How many? Too long. Yeah, too, too, long. Yeah, too long. So It's been about she's, too long. <laughs> yeah, she has nothing to gain. Of course, she's never going to have any. I mean, she's always going to be hated on anyway just mm-hmm. because she dates Cena. So it doesn't really matter. And she could do anything. She could crap gold and she wouldn't get over with anybody. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Tom? Um, I'm the same. It's time for her to lose the championship. So, all right. So, going with Charlotte as well. Really yes. good stuff. So, uh, so yeah. So let's uh, dive into the next matchup, which is one of the double duty matches for Seth Rollins. The duty, duty. Yes, <laughs> I did. Uh, and the thing is, is that the way that they've been promoting it, it seems like Seth Rollins is going to face Sting first, and then John Cena what? as the main. No, yeah, I've heard no. that too. That's yeah. just that's the vibe that I'm getting. And if that's, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and if that's going to be the case, I'm going to say Sting is going to retain against uh, or Rollins is going to retain against Sting and then lose to John Cena. Mm. So uh, I mean, I want you give the belt to Cena, and then he could do those those matches on Raw again if they allow him. Yeah, I'm uh, sure they would. That's that's been significantly the best part of Raw yeah. since WrestleMania. But there's a part of me that wants Sting to have that title. Yeah. The, I don't know, but like to me it's like, oh, they're screwing uh, Sting over. Mm-hmm. Like They did that already. And well, they- he did get a win, so he, he's officially 1-1 one one in the WWE <laughs> with, the, with the victory over uh, Big Show and Rollins this past week on the season premiere of Raw. Who hasn't beat the Big Show? Whoop-de-doo. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> Cal- on the season premiere. Callisto. Ooh. Season Close. premiere on the season premiere. Yeah. Oh, okay. I Which was not aware. 
I really wish I would have known it was the season premiere because we could have talked a lot more in depth about the season finale last yeah, week. Well, we'll just wait till like the last season goes on DVD. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go opposite just because yeah. I'm going to go more of. You think how we're I seeing feel, history? Feel more than what I think. Yeah. And which I don't mean. Oh, uh, you're going with your heart? Yeah. Oh, uh, dangerous. So, dangerous move. I want. So, oh, are we doing. One match by one, or can we, we can, call it both? We can, right well, now? Well, I'm doing both. Okay. Um, I think it's all about the order. Okay. Well, that's true, too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. <laughs> go ahead. If y'all have other stuff to talk about, I got to think yeah, about the order, too. I think if they go with Sting versus Seth Rollins first, um, Rollins retains via outside interference, some sort of shenanigans, and then he promptly loses to John Cena. But you got to factor in other stuff because there's also, I mean, okay, uh, Seth Rollins could win on both of them mm-hmm. and he has Sheamus, but what if Seth Rollins loses, Sting yeah. gets the title and so he feuds still with Seth Rollins for a while and then later on and then Sheamus, Sting. Yeah. So he can catch. It's, it's very possible. Um, um, I don't see any possible way of Rollins walking out with the United States Championship. I feel like it was for publicity that they gave him. That was uh, weird with the John Stewart stuff. Yeah, I feel like that was all that it was for. Because are you gonna are you gonna have him do two matches every pay per view going forward? If if this is the case, so I feel like Cena has to take the belt back. Um, and I feel like Rollins. You know, you bring up a good point. Uh, saying Sting could get the win, maybe Sheamus cashes in at a later date, or even that very night. We don't know. Or, yeah, because Seth Rollins beats both of them. Or, you know, Sting defeats Seth Rollins, and then They're Sheamus still, cashes yeah, in, so it's, still, yeah, yeah. you know, he'll okay. cash in on a okay. face. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I love how he struggles. With it. Okay, uh, I got this. Let me collect myself. So, we have John Cena versus Seth Rollins. That's the first match. Like he's got money on this or something. Yeah. Like, and, um, <laughs> there's no implications for this. It's strictly for fun. I got it. Okay. He's uh, got this. He's got that. I'll sit back and I'll let him. I'll let him get it. And uh, Seth Rollins wins. And then the 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 last match is when Seth Rollins versus Sting and Sting wins. Going with my. Going with your heart. Yep. All I'm right. gonna lose, but I don't care. Not going with your brain. Going nope. with your heart. Nope. All right. How about you, Mister Brown? I'm going to go that he loses both. Losing both. Yep. All right. I mean, which, which match do you think is first, or does it matter? I don't think it matters. Yeah. I think maybe they'll play it off as, okay, he, he just lost one title. His head's out of the game. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose the other one. And I think the United States title needs to go back on scene anyway, because that, yeah. like you said, the United States, you know, the getting open defended, challenge. the open challenge was probably the best part of Raw yeah. for a long time. Now it's kind of now it's kind of... United States title's kind of taking a back burner. Mm-hmm. It's not being defended. Exactly. Yeah. So nothing going on with and it. Those matches are some of the We're best killer. matches. Yeah. So everybody talks, you know, trash on John Cena, but this has been he's he's been yeah. putting on the best matches for he's, the last six months. Up. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I agree one hundred percent with that. So I think he loses both. Hmm. All right. So there you go. Um, should be an interesting night, that's for sure. So with that being said, those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Yay! You're listening to a special interview segment for the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. 
Okay, folks, joining us on the show this week, he is a WWE superstar, one half of the primetime players. You can see him live at Ford Arena coming up Saturday, September 19th. The one and only Titus O'Neil. Titus, welcome to the show. How are you, man? Thanks for having me on. Oh, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, we're getting ready to, to see you live in action along with John Cena, Kevin Owens, Dean Ambrose, and Silsby's own Mark Henry. Tickets are still available. You can go to Ticketmaster.com or the Ford Park box office to get tickets. So uh, getting ready for you to come on down. But the first question I got to ask you, you know, earlier this year you were nominated and then awarded the Celebrity Dad of the Year. How did you feel when you heard that you were being nominated and what was your reaction to hearing that you had won? Well, getting nominated alone was just a treat, but uh, to actually win it uh, was truly an honor, uh, considering the people that I was in uh, in competition with. Uh, but it was, it was a great opportunity for, for not only myself, but for the other contestants, Ashton Kutcher, uh, Ben Diesel, uh, Stephen Emil, Kaka, all these guys that were nominated for them to... Uh, to help bring a spotlight onto to what I feel is the most important aspect of family uh, when it comes to building communities, and that's fatherhood. Uh, I think fathers and strong role models uh, are definitely a strong male leadership is definitely important for all communities to grow, and the first community is a family. So it's definitely an honor, uh, but as I've said time and time again, I share this honor with every father out there that looks at fatherhood as not only the, a huge responsibility but a great honor as well. Being a WWE superstar, you tend to be on the road for the better part of the year, uh, if not the entire year. How do you handle being a WWE superstar and being a father at the same time? Because I know that can be tough. Well, it's just about priorities. Uh, for me, you know, my faith, my family, and everything else comes, you know, in, in that order. And uh, any time that uh, I, I mean, I speak to my kids every day, uh, sometimes two or three times a day. I FaceTime with them when I'm on the road. Uh, we have a very close relationship. When I'm home, I'm home. I don't go out and, you know, drink or smoke or anything like that. So my, 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 uh, my kids are, are, uh, very, uh, very well understanding of, uh, you know, daddy's going to work, but when, uh, he's, he's still a phone call away. And, uh, I think it's no secret to anybody that, you know, if, if it were something that was to hinder me from being a parent, uh, and a responsible father, then I would just switch careers uh, because it, at the end of the day, um, I don't think that anything should uh, keep you from being a parent. And uh, this career has not kept me from being a parent, and I don't think any other career would either. And it doesn't hurt that they get to see their father uh, be on national TV as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a cool thing, too. It's not like they don't see me, see where I'm at. Yeah. What drove you to be a uh, WWE superstar? Because I know that you had a fairly successful football career that could have gone further, but what drove you to want to be a WWE superstar? Uh, really, it wasn't anything that drove me to want to do it. It's just I, I, I really literally had an accidental meeting with... Uh, with uh, Dusty Rhodes and Steve Kern, uh, just because I was inquiring about it, because uh, Dave Batista, who's a really close friend of mine, uh, you know, he he'd been trying to tell me I should give it a try, give it a try, and I was dead set on just going and coaching college football, and and uh, I was driving one day in South Tampa, and uh, right across the street was FCW, and I walked in and and uh, ended up having a conversation with Dusty and Steve later on that evening. And two weeks later, I was signed and learning to become a WWE superstar. Wow, very 
very crazy. And, you know, we've we've watched you develop your skills by leaps and bounds over the past year or so. And uh, here on the show, we've actually credited you many times uh, as to how much we think that you've improved both on the mic in the ring. Is there is there anyone backstage that's sort of like your mentor who's helping you out honing these skills or is it just sort of you're learning as you go? Yeah, uh, Fit Finley has been a, a huge, you know, um, adversary to me. So is Arn Anderson, uh, Mike Rotunda, uh, and then Vince and, and, and Triple H have been, you know, very key in helping me out too. But really, it comes down to the talent, you know, and, uh, you know, it, even though we're rivals, at, uh, you know, every member of the New Day, uh, Los Matadors, every other tag team, the Usos, Everybody that I've had an opportunity to extension, uh, everybody's given me an opportunity to, to learn. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, I, I would not, definitely wouldn't be at the point that I'm at right now without those guys, along with Darren, my tag team partner, uh, helping me, you know, each step of the way. But you got to want help and you got to be able to accept it. Uh, the good and the bad criticisms that come along with that help. And, uh, you know, I've been coached my entire life to win. And I've uh, been on some pretty successful uh, and some pretty successful football programs. So uh, for me, you know, the hard work was always there. It's just learning uh, what works for me. And I'm just feeling more and more comfortable with just being myself um, more so than anything and learning what works for me and what doesn't. And the things that I can't do, I won't try to do. I'm not, you're not going to see me jumping off the top rope anytime soon, <laughs> doing backflips or nothing like that. I'll leave that for Seth Rollins and and uh, and Kalisto and and uh, the man that defied gravity, uh, Neville. We've sort of seen a resurgence in the tag team division with you reforming with Darren Young, uh, reforming the primetime players, the New Days making waves. We've got to see the return of the Dudley boys. And even NXT, they've got Enzo and Big Cass that are making waves down there. What are your thoughts on the on the tag team division as a whole in WWE? I think the tag team division is, is, is the most exciting that it's been in a long time. Uh, the Usos, I feel, kind of kick-started that uh, when they were feuding with the Wyatts and, mm-hmm. and the Shield. And uh, right now we have tag teams that are, that are trying to get to that level uh, that, that can bring, that, bring the importance of tag team wrestling, not only for the, for the, for the product, but also for us as, as performers. Uh, we all have an opportunity to grow through the tag team division. So uh, it's a very, very exciting time, especially with the Dudley Boys coming back, one of the most uh, storied and historic and successful uh, teams in WWE history, if not the most successful team in WWE history as far as championships are concerned. So it's a great opportunity for us to go out there and learn from them. Uh, but at the same token, you know, they're going for the same thing that we're going for, which is WWE Tag Team Gold. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of the Tag Team Gold, you and Darren won the Tag Team titles back in Money in the Bank. For the very first time, the fans were elated. They had finally gotten to see you guys get the crown jewel in the Tag Team division. What were the emotions going through you and Darren when y'all when y'all finally got to hold the belts for the first time? Uh, I mean, it, it was just a lot. Of, it was five years of frustration, you know. That uh, that that really just just uh, came out in the emotions of joy. Uh, this business is very uh, demanding on our bodies, physically uh, and emotionally, and uh, we have worked extremely hard to try to make our place and make our pl- and get our place. You know, not only in, in tag team division, but just within the WWE in general. Uh, and so, being representatives, great representatives of the company in and outside of the ring. 
winning those tag team titles that night just kind of culminated what we have, we had worked for and what we earned. We earned that right to uh, to uh, be the WWE tag team champions, and uh, we're, we're still continuing to earn that right. Uh, and we're, we're going to we, we on Monday Night Raw this week. We got an opportunity to go live on Monday Night Raw, the season premiere for the WWE tag team titles again. So hopefully we'll. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll roll into Beaumont as the new tag team champions for the second time. Absolutely. Very cool stuff. And I know that you and Darren split up for a, for a short period of time uh, in order to pursue singles careers, but you ended up finding yourself back in the tag team division, uh, teaming up with Heath Slater for a short-lived but very entertaining time uh, for the team of Slater Gator. What was it like working with Heath uh, as compared to Darren? Uh, it's the same for me. They're both very... Very uh, good and in-ring competitor, very uh, charismatic and funny, and we bounce bounce things off each other. And the one thing that I like about both of them is that what what they're good at, they're good at, and what they're not good at, they're not afraid to say, hey, I I don't feel comfortable with that, and I'm the same way. And so we just try to complement each other with what we're good at, and we just have a natural chemistry. I think that any time you have any performers that have some talent, uh, especially when it comes to, like, uh, just having good character and and uh, and, and attitude, uh, things come off so much better on television. And so, you know, whether it be with East Slater or Darren Young, uh, I've I've been very fortunate to have two guys that are very great in ring competitors, but also very entertaining when need be. You spoke on uh, on character, and speaking of character, you yourself hold yourself very high. You're you know you're an outstanding citizen. You made headlines back in August when you treated a group of of people in need to a, to a dinner at a restaurant that had previously tried to decline. Who do you credit for your desire to give back? Is it more just an internal, I, you know, I need to do what is right or is it sort of your upbringing or is it, you know, religion? What, what, what drives you to, to give back? Uh, people invested in me when they didn't have to, when at a very young age, I grew up, you know, in a single parent home. Uh, had an opportunity to go to a, a place called the Florida Shares Boys Ranch, which many people donated their time, their ties, and their talents and resources to help kids like me that were, you know, on the wrong path uh, to have a have a, a better chance of succeeding in life. And I feel like every day that I wake up, I have an opportunity to pay those people back. And I think it's just inherently in me to really want to try to not only destroy stereotypes of, of the male athlete, or the athlete in general, but also the African-American male. Um, and so I, I wake up every morning with that mindset that, you know, uh, I'm not a stereotype. I am a, um, I'm a bridge builder and, and a barrier breaker, and, and uh, I try to do that same thing with my kids, uh, teach that same thing to my kids. It doesn't matter what color my skin is. Uh, it really does come down to the content of character, and uh, character is what you do for people when they can do nothing for you in return. And so people did things for me when uh, when when I couldn't do anything for them in return. So I just I get a great joy out of giving back to people and seeing people uh, uh, enjoy life uh, because that's what this that's what, what what we're all here for. We're all here to, for a purpose, and I feel like that purpose is to make everybody around you better. And um, you know, that's I'm just doing my piece and uh, to ensure that I can do that as much as I can. 
Absolutely. It's, you know, you, you hear too many bad stories out there in the world and, you know, it's nice to see and, and hear about someone doing good. So, uh, uh, you know, very admirable on your part. We spoke on your on your children and, uh, you know, we're getting ready for the big WWE 2K16 video game to be coming out. Do you play the video games or do your children play? And uh, are you excited about being in the game? Yeah, I actually just, I, I played it at the uh, 2K16 launch party during SummerSlam week and it's, it is amazing. Uh, it is really, uh, graphically, you know, I, I can't, I, 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 you, some, some cases you can't tell if you're lo- like watching it on real television, like a real live match, or you're just playing a video game. Uh, so yeah, I'll definitely, uh, try to whoop up on some people, uh, with, with the game, within the game. But yeah, I play video games with my kids every once in a while. They're big Madden fans and, you know, uh, well now we're, we're starting a Madden tournament within the locker room, WWE locker room, so I can kind of whip up on my kids to brush up on my skills uh, when I get ready for the tournament. But yeah, WWE 2K16 is definitely uh, a game that, you know, I think I would encourage anybody to go buy it as a huge WWE fan because realistically uh, speaking, it, it is, it, it, I, I, I didn't think it could get better than 2K15, but it did. We always like to ask this question on the show just because you get it's it's a potpourri type of answer. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, do you have any fun on the road stories that you could share with us? Uh, I don't. I mean, it, every week's a, a fun week on the road. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know which one it would be. Uh, let's see. Maybe one with Ka, the great Kali. Um, <laughs> I got. <laughs> I, we had collie duty is what they call it when when guys have to drive you know or or commit to driving collie from one <laughs> town to the other town because he doesn't drive or he couldn't drive uh, at the time and uh, he uh, he waited literally until we got on the road you know good and on the road and we had a five hour drive ahead of us and he was like brother I'm hungry you know <laughs> and, and uh, we had just stopped for gas the town you know not too long before. And there was, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, all kind of stuff over there. It's quick stuff, Subway. And uh, I say, well, why didn't you get something to eat when we uh, when we when we stopped? You know, and he said, uh, I don't need that, brother. I don't want to sit down. I was like, you want to sit down? But <laughs> like, he likes to go to like Denny's or some, you know, restaurants where you can sit down. And I said, you want to sit down on a five-hour drive? He's like, yeah, brother, I'm hungry. I say, well, your ass gonna be hungry this week because uh, <laughs> we're not stopping again until we have to get gas. And uh, Darren looked at me because he thought it was gonna be a fight in the car. I was like, no, it ain't gonna be a fight. He should have, he should have did it. It's like driving around a kid sometimes. <laughs> but he's a great dude, you know. And and that was the first time I guess Darren saw me put my foot down when it comes to certain things, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's probably like the funniest thing I can think of right off top. But you, you have to know Kali and how he operates in order to really get the humor and in, in, in the whole story. A very awkward five-hour drive after that, I bet. Uh, final question yeah. Final question for you. Uh, I, you know, I, I would probably be chastised if I didn't ask it. Uh, I've got to ask, where did, the, uh, where did the Bart come from and where did the, uh, the millions of dollars dance come from? Well, the Bart comes from my fraternity. Uh, I'm a proud member of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated, same fraternity that Shaquille O'Neal, Michael Jordan, and many others, Ray Lewis, many other uh, sports and entertainment uh, people are in. Um, and the millions of dollars dance literally just comes from uh, 
being in a huddle. You know, you'll see it every Saturday or Sunday if you just look at a football huddle or a basketball huddle. Uh, people just link up and they move from side to side. So that's, that's literally where, where it all comes from. So very uh, real places, you know, very real situations. It's not something that we just sat there and it's like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. Um, we accidentally started doing the millions of dollars dance, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this what we used to do in the huddle. So to see the audience, you know, the WWE Universe linking up every time we come out and they start doing the dance, uh, it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for your time. For all information on Titus O'Neil, you can follow him at on Twitter at Titus O'Neil WWE. And don't forget, you can see him at WWE Live Saturday, September 19th at Ford Arena alongside John Cena, Kevin Owens, Dean Ambrose, and Silsby's own Mark Henry and many more. Tickets are still available going to the Ford Park box office or Ticketmaster.com. Titus, we certainly appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you guys for having me on and I will see you on the 19th. Uh, look forward to it. Yes, sir. Really cool stuff. Hope you enjoyed our interview with interview. Titus O'Neil. We certainly appreciate him coming on the show and uh, look looking forward to seeing him this Saturday. It's going to be a great time. Um, no Q&A this week, so that's pretty much going to do it. Nope. No? Oh, that's right. We still have stuff to talk about. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Duh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyler, don't call me a bear, a bear. Diving into the world of WWE 2K16. Yeah, they did the final... Uh, Members of the roster. It's the uh, final members of the roster. Okay, so this week uh, they revealed Baron Corbin, Big E, Bray Wyatt, Brian Pillman, Colin Cassidy, Enzo Amore, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Kofi Kingston, Connor, Mark Henry, Mikey Whipwreck, Ricky Steamboat, Rusev. Savio Vega, Rosa. Stephanie McMahon Helmsley, Sting 1999, Sting Blonde, Stunning Steve Austin, uh-huh. Undertaker American Badass, uh-huh. Undertaker Ministry, uh-huh. Victor, 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 Xavier Woods. Okay. So I know you said what by Mikey Whipwreck. Uh, the whole theme for this game is a Stone Cold. So they're going through Stone Cold's. Life. life right okay so he, he versed Mikey Whipwreck in ECW right, right also with Savio Vega and stuff like that yeah. and oh I wonder if the lights are gonna go out mid-match good that'd be cool that'd be cool because <laughs> uh, that's what happened during that during the pay-per-view in your house it was a live pay-per-view yeah Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> versus Weather. Savio Vega and the lights went out in the <laughs> arena I don't know you if ever seen their strap that. match they're, they had a couple of good strap matches on during their feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good stuff. I don't think I've seen that. Um, I think that was a strap match, wasn't it? And I'm then not sure. I, I want to say it was because on the on the DVD he was talking about how the very next night on Raw they had to go out and recreate it yeah. so that the lights were on so that people so the fans could watch the match. Could have been. But I know I, I could be wrong, but I want to say it. I know the WrestleMania 12 match wasn't a strap match, but either yeah. way, good stuff. So, um... They're doing the stuff that that aggravates me. They said they they wouldn't do. They're yeah. actually putting doubles. They have some triples now. It, well, and I was at least it's not like twenty of them. Yeah. How many Undertakers do they have on that game? Three now? Undertakers so, in this game. So we have three so, stings. So current American Badass and Ministry yes. Undertaker. Why do you need three stings? You three need stings. you need two stings. You got the current blonde, stings, Juan, Crow, and Current. Yes. They're with, all the crow. With a receding hairline. <laughs> Two Stephanie, Stephanie McMahons. Pre-boob at, job and post-boob job? At least you're or? not getting Joker's thing. 
Well, that would suck. That's would... <laughs> uh, TNA sting. You can't use matter. that. Doesn't matter. You can use it. This is a lot less than the last, you know, the last few years where they had like a lot of oh, people wow. like reoccurring. Four Randy Ortons, three they Alberto. Had four Dario. Randy Ortons. Yeah, they did have. Four How many Randy Pillmans Ortons? are you gonna have? The one WCW and the nope one the nutty WWE one. Nope one. That would be cool. You only um, get one. But okay, they have two big shows. They have Big Show and Paul White. Yeah. They have. That's um. I mean, I'll I'll let it pass with the three uh, characters of Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I'll pass with that. Um, who else do they have? I mean, what gets me is they'll do that, but they didn't put in. They put Chris Jericho in. He's a part timer, but they didn't do it with Rhino. Yeah, they have okay. X Pac and Billy Gunn, but they didn't put Road Dog in. That's weird. Wow. Um, who else they didn't put in? That was that was weird. Um, we know Samoa Joe. Well. <laughs> also, I looked on here, like on the website, Alexa Bliss wasn't like by WWE 2K16, so mm-hmm. it wasn't in there. Like sh- she announced on her Twitter, and she posted a picture, so she may be DLC more than likely. But they're not announcing DLC. Yeah, not yet. And blue I pants was, in it. Who? Blue pants. Blue pants. I mean, I still think it's cool that da, da, Enzo da, da, and uh, da, da, Big Caster in there. We saw the entrance. I mean, it was kind of like. They went to a studio. Like when they yeah. do, like people talk when they come mm-hmm. out on the entrance. It's like they don't do you play the games. Nah, do you have an Xbox 360? <laughs> I use it as a DVD player. There you go to watch the movie uh, Home like ten thousand <laughs> times. That's what I've used it for. Nice. That's about it. But they don't take like clips from like the live show. They go into yeah. a studio, so it doesn't right. feel like the same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound the same. Right. It's not the same. I'll, I'll vibe. show you after this. You can, you t- can I mean, watch I, it and stuff. I've, I've played. WWE video games, and you can tell it just sounds yeah. Crappy. Because the well, the thing that bugs me is that in the past, like two or three games, they've taken the raw audio from a pay per view, from you know whatever clips, like even the the Stone Cold Steve Austin King of the Ring, where he's like, "You talk about your songs, your John mm-hmm. 360 and they play the original audio for stuff like that, and they right. just match the mouth, the mouth movements to it. Why not do that for the intros for? Enzo and Kaz, or right. back in the day when you had Ricardo Rodriguez introducing Alberto Del Rio. Right. Like, it sounded so tired. Like, they were just in a in a booth somewhere going, Alberto Del Rio. Right. Like, yeah. come, you know, just take the original audio from somewhere and put it toss in it in there. Yeah. It's oh, that simple. Another person they didn't put in there, like I said, you know how Chris Jericho was a, is a part-timer? He goes, they, they still didn't even put RVD in it. Yeah. And he was wow. in last year's game. So I don't know. Hmm. It's weird. I want to say I heard somewhere that RVD might be going to a different company. Like what? Maybe TNA, maybe Global. Nah, I don't say that. I'm There's just saying. <laughs> Why would he go anywhere is. besides WWE? I don't know. I don't know. Um, paycheck, I guess. I don't. Know. Yeah. Well, in our past, our past interview with him, he said it was like I came back and it was like, "Hey, what's up? Yeah, how's it going? Uh, go out there and wrestle someone." It was like, you're not going to put me in any kind of storyline or anything? No, just go out there and wrestle. I think the last storyline he was was with Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. But other than that, was nothing. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully they announced DLC. I think the 120 that they had, or 25 or whatever, it's they announced is not DLC. So they haven't announced DLC. Yeah. Cause, D- uh, Terminator. Because I thought they were going to do more NXT people. Like, even as much as I don't like these guys, I thought they would put them in there. Blake and Murphy mm-hmm. or... Yeah. Um, 
Mojo Raleigh because they put they put Zach Ryder in there and he's oh, Zach Ryder's been in, oh yeah he's been in WWE. well he's been he's been gone out of games for like two or three games yeah so they put him back in hmm. but um I thought since he's in NXT doing something with Mojo Raleigh that he would they would be doing stuff together yeah but that one the the hype bros is also pretty current pretty recent uh, yeah. so it might not have been they might not have. Added him in I don't time. get hype. I <laughs> stay hype. Well, you must have a condition. <laughs> <laughs> so really cool stuff. So looking forward to the game. Oh, for and, sure. Uh, and if there's, um, I mean, there's gonna be more details coming up, and I will keep on talking about it. Mm-hmm. Until we'll play it and have a review and all that stuff. And yeah. I want Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah. I want Samoa Joe in the game. <laughs> Maybe you'll get him. Maybe you'll get him in DLC. If not, a user will create him and it's post him online. <laughs> I know it's not the same. Jeez. I'm still glad to get like Kevin Owens and Hideo Itami, Enzo, and Big Cass. Yeah. Should be a lot of fun. So uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. Really cool stuff. Get down, Dave Brown. We certainly appreciate you Thank stepping you so in much. for Doug this week. Appreciate the invite, guys. It was, yeah. it was a blast. Yeah, good stuff. Um, there you go. So uh, make sure to. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Hope you enjoy Night of Champions. Make sure you post your thoughts. Uh, your predictions on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, and submit questions to our YouTube channel, WNS Video. And if you're subscribed to us on Stitcher or iTunes, uh, feel free to give us a review. We always love hearing back, you know, seeing those four or five stars or whatever you think that we deserve. Um, and we make sure to post them on our Facebook page as well. So make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, all the good stuff. Searching all the classics. Uh, yeah. Uh, just search Wrestling News Source Podcast and you can find us. Um, we're also on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And uh, I guess I'll just take them all from you, Tyler. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can find Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. Yeah, I miss anything? I think that was about it. Nope. You, missed, you got everything. All <laughs> you right. missed everything. I missed everything. I missed it all. So uh, really good stuff. So... Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you all next week for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. Have a good week. I'm Tyler Abear. Oh, I'm Doug. <laughs> you are not Doug. <laughs> He's not Doug. No, I'm not Doug. I'm not Doug. <laughs> bye. Okay, <laughs> <Can't> bye. <laughs>